Hi, it's Corey Chambers in Los Angeles. Your home sold, guaranteed, or I'll buy it. This is part two of our topic, New Year 2020, making the most money in the new year, 2020. In part one, we talked about, uh, we were just beginning to talk about how to make the most, uh, how to, first of all, avoid mistakes, and to do kind of just the opposite of the mistakes. And I had mentioned uh, a whole lot about Bitcoin, of how my background in Bitcoin is uh, pretty extensive and successful. But while I was making that profit from Bitcoin, a tidy profit, first let me, let me explain why. So uh, it's understandable that a lot of people are not uh, putting money into Bitcoin because most people really don't have the understanding of it. I had a tremendous amount of understanding. So you always want to do that. You want to go with what, where you have the knowledge. You or some extremely trustworthy people uh, have knowledge about that, preferably both of you. And so with Bitcoin, I did. Plus I had uh, was able to find uh, a couple friends and plus we have the internet. And and it's a matter of finding the experts on the internet and not just uh, people blabbing who have really no business uh, saying what they're saying because they don't, they don't have the uh, foundation. So um, with, with my uh, experience in all the technology and many facets surrounding Bitcoin, along with reading people who from people who were actually the developers of Bitcoin. So that should be the first source that you look to. Not Corey Chambers, not Joe Blow or Rigmi Booby from uh, whatever uh, company who thinks that he is the chief economist. Maybe he is. But he knows nothing about Bitcoin. He called it a pyramid. And he obviously knows nothing about pyramids because pyramids are real. They're real illegal. They're based on nothing. Whereas Bitcoin is more like a credit card or checking account. It is, it is something. It's a, it's a useful piece of technology. And it's, uh, it just happens to be newer and much more powerful uh, and much better in many ways. And ultimately more popular than checking accounts or credit cards. So, uh, so that's how I knew that. That's why I, I was able to uh, put in tens of thousands of dollars into Bitcoin when most people had never heard of it, and uh, when it was worth, you know, about a hundred dollars, and was able to sell and pay quite a few bills over the years, uh, pay for a lot of expenses. So. Um, Expenses that I would not have been able to pay for if it wasn't for the, the Bitcoin. So, um, but I do want to mention what is the mistake so we know not to make this mistake in the future because this is just something coming out of a lot of experience, some really valuable experience, and experience with bigger money than, you know, 20 years ago. I didn't have that kind of money to be able to run that successful experiment and learn from the, the successes and the mistakes. So 
you know about the success, but but what the, but there's always mistakes in there when it's something as complicated as Bitcoin uh, and numerous transactions uh, and so forth in a new technology. So the number one mistake is a is a common mistake done in investments, which is uh, to uh, fail to sell enough when the price is high and to buy enough when the price is low. So I did a really good job at buying when the price was low. I did a super excellent job at that. And I did a good job at selling when the price was high. But if I had done a very good, excellent, or super stupendous job at selling when prices were high, uh, the uh, the difference would be would be huge. It would be many millions of dollars, tens of millions, hundreds of millions, potentially billions of dollars. So most humans think that they could never make a billion dollars. And if you think you could never make a billion dollars, or if you think you can make a billion dollars, either way you're right. So that I learned from studying success from successful people. If you think you can make a billion dollars, you're right. And if you think you cannot make a billion dollars, you're right. So um, that was probably one factor. But another one was just I needed to learn that lesson of, uh, uh, you know, I was very confident in Bitcoin and I was correct. And I knew Bitcoin would be going up and down because I had looked at the charts much more closely than almost anybody on earth. There's been like two or three people that I've seen who actually have really learned and understand the Bitcoin chart and the history. Fortunately, I had a um, teacher in high school, in public school, who taught how to read a stock chart. So that was one of the best things that public school ever did for me. Now, we spent fairly a small amount of time on that, but I went home and that's one area where I did my homework and, and then some, and then a lot, <laughs> because I have been looking at stock charts ever since then, 1983. So, uh, looking at the Bitcoin chart, it turned out to be that the Bitcoin chart, because it's different and new and unique, um, and because it is extreme in some ways, it makes it difficult for some people to to see what's going on there. But once you can see what's going on there, Bitcoin is the easiest, best, most repetitive and trustworthy chart that I have ever seen in my life. That's probably how I should have started this broadcast to get more people to listen, but that's good for you because you're one of the few people who is listening to that and picking up on it. Uh, so that's something that I need to yell about more, is that Bitcoin is new, unique, different, huge, spectacular, spectacular ups, spectacular downs, but mostly spectacular ups. The ups, if you look at the chart, are much more tremendous than the downs, but the downs are uh, uh, extensive, but it's, that, it's the pattern that most people don't see, which is hard to see in Bitcoin unless you know where to look. And then once you know where to look and how to look at it, it again, it becomes the easiest chart 
ever that I've ever seen since I've been looking at charts, stock charts, and other investment charts since 1983. So we're going to hear people who have, uh, you know, learned how to look at a chart, you know, five or ten years ago or whatever, giving their opinions and why they have nothing. They have no idea what they're talking about half the time. Uh, so, but that's. Let's get back to the main point there. That uh, a mistake that we're not going to make, and we're going to do just the opposite in 2020, which is to buy low which I did a super excellent job at doing, and we need to always do that, especially if you're buying real estate. I also bought some real estate about uh, seven years ago, roughly, and bought very low, bought real estate very, very low. So I've been very good at buying low, and I've been good at selling high. Uh, So now what we're going to do is we're going to get even if we can we'll get even better at buying low buying more and lower and then selling and even uh, better at selling high selling a lot more when it's very high and this is just Warren this is that's Warren Buffett stuff Warren Buffett has been selling and selling and selling over the past year or so uh, because he was buying and buying and buying uh, 10 years ago when prices on everything was too low uh, uh, from 5 to 10 years ago. Real estate prices were way too low. Stock prices were way too low. So that's, um, that's it. That's the number one thing that we're going to focus on this year. And the reason why we especially want to focus on that this year is because 2020 is a year, it's going to be a year of uh, extremes. Uh, extremely high stock market jumps and uh, a very good chance for some very low stock market dips or even a stock market crash. But it could certainly take months or years to get an extremely low stock market crash. So right now we're relatively high in the market cycle people just of the over the past month have started saying this which is that that the market has gone up so much now that it can only go up it can only improve from here because there's been a fundamental change so we just received a signal really within the past month or two that um that there's been a fundamental change and that markets can only go up. So that means just the opposite. Come, come, sit. Sit. We got a uh, big dog alert. Sit, stay. All right. So, we just had to put the phone down for a second. And so that uh, we could avoid a German Shepherd who was aggressive. uh, Meeting up with a Chihuahua mix who was also aggressive. Uh, Not a good mix. So, 
Uh, that's it. Uh, it was pretty much time to wrap this up anyway. So that's 2020. I was saying why I think 2020 can be volatile because we have hit this. This is something that I've talked about before, but it's been a long time. So this is a really big, important point for investing. And that is uh, in line with one, what Warren Buffett says, which is to buy when there is blood on the streets, meaning to sell when you know when prices are high and buy when prices are low and to do that to know uh you want to get the feeling for what people are saying you know you should be reading the of course financial newspapers every day like warren buffett does and like uh, i do uh almost every day um not as much as i should if i wanted to be warren buffett but uh, as Warren Buffett says, when, when people are being scared, it's time to get greedy. And uh, when the markets are getting greedy, it's time to get scared. So what I was trying to say is over the past couple of months, when people say, oh, there's a fundamental shift and now prices can only go up. So it's time to go all in. So really the last couple months, people are in the greedy phase. So I've talked about selling real estate over the past year or two. So for people who were wondering when it would be a good time, the best time to sell in downtown Los Angeles and where I am, Alta Lofts, you know, loft neighborhoods of Los Angeles, uh, the best time to sell was about a year and a half ago. Uh, that's when people were getting the most greedy uh, regarding selling their, their lofts, or buying lofts, I should say. They're getting the most greedy and trying to buy more expensive lofts. Uh, so we're now reaching the extreme end of that. So uh, real estate is dropped in price lofts loft condos dropped in price about four percent to seven percent last year just in the next few days could be tomorrow we'll be putting out the la loft blog of the uh yearly annual report of 2019 and the uh so we're gonna know what are all the numbers what really happened in 2019 so uh, that's it. Thanks for listening. I'm Corey Chambers in Los Angeles. Your home sold guaranteed or I'll buy it. And I hope you have a very fantastic, very prosperous billion, trillion, quadrillion dollar year in 2020. Or at least make it the beginning of a prosperous new era in your life. Thank you so much and take care. Bye-bye.